Hey everybody, welcome to another episode. I'm Matt. I'm Mandy. And this is another episode. Thank you guys so much for joining us again as we dip back into the movies that shaped our childhood. We go all the way back to the, I don't know, late 80s, early 90s stuff. Yeah. We've had some mid-80s. Yeah. 86, 83. A lot of John Hughes movies showing up yes. in here. <laughs> and uh, Mandy, what movie are we talking about today? Uh, today we are talking about the 1989 John Hughes classic, Uncle Buck. Uncle Buck. You said 1989, right? Yep, 1989. Holy cow. I know. Uh, what, what, six years old? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's way back. Uh-huh. But uh, it hung on. It's stuck in there. I, re- <laughs> I remember watching this movie. But uh, of course, we always like to tell our listeners before we get into this, if you've never seen this movie... Uh, figure out how you can do that. Uh, either rent it from like a family video. I had to go to iTunes for this one. I couldn't find it streaming anywhere. I think it's streaming on Stars right now. So if you have access to Stars, you can find it there. But watch the movie and then come back and join us for the conversation. And, and you're, you're back. back. All right. It was the greatest of all time. <laughs> and of course, uh, Mandy and I don't discuss these movies alone because uh, we just we just don't care what mm-hmm. each other think about movies. No. You know what I mean? So we got to get a third wheel in here. <laughs> we got to get someone else to uh, to agree with one of us, usually, <laughs> if we uh, tend to disagree on the movies. So, Which is usually. Yeah, that's most <laughs> of the time. Uh, and today we are uh, privileged to bring into the studio, we have... Uh, <laughs> he's looking at... Oh, why? Who? <laughs> <laughs> we have uh, Grand Rapids area comedian and host of the Sunday Night Funnies, Brian B. is with us. Yay. Yay! Yay. <laughs> third wheel. <laughs> my I got to stop referring to the guest as the third wheel. I think that's. No, I, <laughs> I so, am though. I, I I go through life as a third wheel. So. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, so what we always do when we get started, we like to ask our guest how long it had been since you uh, watched this movie uh, the last time before we made you watch it for the podcast. Uh, I can't remember the last time before. I really don't. I don't remember if I, at the time, 89, I was working in radio. So we might even had a premiere for this because we had a lot of movie premieres. So I might have seen it then and maybe once after that. And then I watched it last week and then, oh, I should watch it again and take some notes. So I watched it last night again. Yeah. (laughs) So I think maybe in my lifetime, four times. Okay. But it was a long time since this last two weeks here. Mandy, how about you? I had never seen it. You've never oh, wow. seen this movie? No. no way. That's awesome. Uh, there were parts that I vaguely possibly remembered, like sure. that I, I might have been in the other room while someone else was watching it. Okay. And then the movies like this will end up on like a weird, like Macaulay Culkin montage of stuff. Uh huh. Like whenever it's like. So a, like scenes I might yeah, have seen. Like, yeah. Like they might do like this retrospective on somebody's career, like yeah. a John Candy they thing. They just or did something. the 25, I think it was the 25th episode, or a 25th episode, 25th um, anniversary of his death. Sure. So yeah, they, yeah. It, and I think ryan reynolds put together mm-hmm. something so yep. there, yeah that might have been what i remembered seeing i sure. don't know yeah and it's yeah. Uh, when it's these kind of iconic actors like this you will see or like at the you know the oscars or grammys yeah. or whatever they'll throw together lifetime some, achievement yeah, award or something you'll get a montage yeah, no. of stuff i know it's it's kind of unbelievable considering yeah. how i've so seen everything what about uh the rest of his like repertoire are you did, have you seen like summer rental oh or? yeah nothing but trouble so how did this one escape that's so weird know. Was I, it like, I don't know, just it didn't seem like it was going to suit your fancy or was Maybe. it just something? I don't know. That's weird. Because like how I did with um, 16 Candles. Uh-huh. Like I just I don't know why I avoided that movie, but I did. I never saw I, that movie. Yeah, I just I feel like it, when I was a kid, I just was like, I don't think I like this movie, so I'm not going <laughs> to sure. watch it. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. He's kind of an imposing character in this movie, but you know I what I mean? I thought he was great. Yeah, he's, he is great. Uh, so for me, it's been 
probably 15 or more okay. years. Like, it's been a minute since I saw this movie. Uh, it wasn't one that I had to rewatch over and over and over again. Um, I did enjoy the movie when I watched it previously, and I found that I kind of, I mean, it was sort of vaguely ignorable. Mm-hmm. I think, I mean, it, there wasn't a ton of quotable parts in this movie, I didn't think, but it was it was fun to watch. I'm glad I, this yeah. it was on the podcast. I really uh, was, I needed an excuse to watch it, and I'm glad we did, so. Yeah, for sure. What uh, What's your take on John Candy overall, Brian? Oh, I, I love him. He's been great. I mean, uh, in um, Stripes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, uh, of course, <laughs> Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Yes. And uh, everybody quotes, you know, Steve Martin, those aren't pillows. <laughs> yeah. Yes, you sir. Know, and just, uh, Do you have a favorite? I'd have to say Planes, Trains. Okay, yeah. yeah. And, of course, would... Second City, you know, even before he was doing movies, Second mm-hmm. City, you know, so... Uh, I would say probably the most watched movie that he's been in that he hasn't necessarily uh, that he didn't necessarily uh, star in is probably going to be um, Little Shop of Horrors for me. Oh, see, that I he thought, shows up in oh, cameos in gotcha. for me. Yeah. Um, but I mean, Planes, Trains <sighs> is, is up there, too. I like, don't know. Home Alone is probably mine. Yeah. Yeah. And so, he's just a small he's like the yeah, he plays like polka the band player, yeah. right? Yeah. Which actually I, I was trying to I was doing the factoids and it said that Macaulay Culkin and him are in three movies together. OK. So what's the other one? I don't know. I didn't I, I couldn't figure it out. Any idea? So if you guys are listening, Jared, Jared Hibbs, Google that. <laughs> Let us know. You told me not to do any research. No, <laughs> right? I was just You're like, testing me. That's right. That's right. <laughs> What's the third movie? It just killed me. Yeah, so. I don't know. Maybe he, uh, maybe Macaulay shows shows up in uh, Cool Runnings or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, oh, I forgot maybe, about that. Oh one. yeah, that's yeah. a great. That is yeah, that's a great that is one. a good movie. Yeah, which is fun because that movie was like a out of nowhere. He was running into some like huge amounts of not good movies mm. for a, a long stretch and then that one kind of pulled him back out of it again well, he's not nice. really it's not really he's not really that funny in that uh, yeah. movie no no you know he's just kind of a serious he's a douchebag yeah he's kind of a grouch that the, uh, the funniest parts is their jamaican accents you know <laughs> sanka yeah you you dead kiss yeah, my man. kiss my lucky egg yeah <laughs> right. i love it splash too i forgot yes that. yeah yeah that oh, was a yeah. huge success too i think for his career that might have been one of the ones that like pushed him out into like the because he's canadian uh-huh. uh and that sort of i think that kind of bumped him out into like the american mm-hmm. zeitgeist of Vacation, like hollywood stuff when yeah he plays the security guard yep. yeah that's another john hughes movie too yep. right yeah yeah love it yeah moose uh said moose, what is it what's the line in that molly moose no no well he said moose said we're closed oh <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah and he's got like a moose. yeah it's moose such a strange <laughs> dis- yeah like they why? make him go on a roller coaster yeah or <laughs> yeah, and he's got that little. Uh, it, it's just a BB gun or something, isn't it? And he's yeah. he's like, yeah, but it would really hurt or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. cause a welt. Or <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, so this movie, uh, Uncle Buck, uh, is about uh, a family that lives now in the suburbs of what did they move to? I don't know. Like Chicago. The, is it the whole Chicago? thing is in Chicago? Uh, and isn't every John Hughes movie in Chicago? Yeah, basically, I think that's so. kind of how it works. Yeah. Um. But they've moved away from Indiana. There, Indianapolis. Yes, Indianapolis. Yep, they moved away from the the parents, mm-hmm. the grandparents, uh, and then Grandpa has a heart attack, and they've got to leave town and go check on her dad. I'm so glad because that is the most unattractive woman on the planet. I know, isn't that weird? Like, like her hair, and everything about her face. I was just like, <laughs> woof. And uh, the guy too, like those glasses yeah. were just humongous. Yeah. It was the Are you talking about the, her, the, parents? the parents? Yeah, the parents. I, I like the mom's eyes though. She had these oh, big she eyes. Did, she did have pretty eyes. I did yeah. think sure. that. But nose was kind of a... Uh, 
kind of just her aerodynamic face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she yeah. seemed kind of like a, I don't know, she had like a square face and had like her, I don't know, mm, she was weird cute. to look at. But I think she turned out good for this movie. She was kind of bitchy, which mm-hmm. was nice because it gave that dynamic between the daughter and the mom someone to like root against. Although the daughter was a terrible person in this movie. Such a bitch. Yeah, yeah. she's the worst. <laughs> Such a bitch. When I watched it again last night, one thing I noticed was just the expressions with her eyes that mm. she yes. could make. Yes, and that's yeah. a very John Hughes thing, I feel like. Like the close-up on the faces. Yeah, and we were just talking eyes. about this before we got started, how this movie wasn't like terribly quotable, really. I mean, there's only a few things that you can kind of pull out from this movie where someone would know specifically, well, that's from Uncle Buck. But like a lot of this movie is very visual. Like a yes. lot of it's a lot of scenes that are shot. Really, I mean, it's all in that John Hughes style too, which is nice. But um, yeah, so there wasn't a ton to um, pull that were like iconic clips. This is basically just sort of storytelling at its finest, which is again right up John Hughes <laughs> alley. Like they always say that he's got like his ear on like the the, the life of like children. But I mean, this clearly was was more. I mean, kind of the whole family, and it and it told the story well. I thought, it yeah, was, it was a fun. I liked it. Yeah, it was a fun movie. It's, yeah, so you, without having seen it before, right. like, what's your hot takes on this movie? Uh, it was family friendly for sure. Sure. Um, they I did th- get a couple shits in there though. Yeah. Oh couple... yeah, there was some cussing. Yeah. But whatever. And some innuendos too. I liked. So. Yeah. 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 And I thought that he was super likable because you, you know, I even googled like, does he have actual kids in real life? You know, yeah. and he does. He has a son and a daughter. His daughter's a comedian now, which I thought was cool. Huh. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it was just, I mean, it's kind of heartwarming, you know, and it, they had its funny moments, but it's not something that I'm like really excited to watch again. Right. That's the same with me. Yeah. I, this will fade away probably mm-hmm. for me. This will, this might be the last time I see this movie. Pro- yeah. Which, you know, whatever. That's I mean, a, if it's on, I might watch it. Sure. It's okay. You know, <laughs> I, I really liked the scene with the principal that was good or the assistant principal. Yeah. That was yeah, by yeah, far yeah. my favorite. Um, we'll get to a clip from that too, but. Uh, are there any other like standout characters that from this movie, like other than the like the main like four or five? Like, well, who uh, the... well, he went bowling. His his friends at the bowling pal, alley. pal, yeah, pal, and then his other guy. And and one thing I met, I made a note on is his friends at the bowling alley all had bad teeth. Okay, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. Oh, pal well, is so gross. And I yeah, pal is the worst. Dennis yeah. Cockrum is his name. That thing where he flips the um toothpick, toothpick over yeah. and over oh, again. Oh yes, that is the best. When I was a kid, I watched that hap- like I watched this movie and then I started doing that. I was like, I wonder if I could do that and I totally like And I then it gets stuck. It. Yeah, and it gets <laughs> it, like legitimately gets stuck every once in a while. <laughs> it's so funny that that happened to him though. Um I loved Lori Metcalf uh oh, she was from great Roseanne. I Marcy. I hate her but in the best way. Yes. Like she's the worst person but in the best way. That's the scene and I was like, I think I remember this because I, I'm like, how could I forget those pants? Yeah, that riding pants. Yes, I'm like, I think I remember and... those pants. Yes, her entire wardrobe in this movie is just nonsense. It's like we were talking about how those like the 80s movies uh-huh. that have people are just wearing a costume that <laughs> like there's no way that someone like that's their outfit for the day. It's just everyone gets a weird costume sent to them in the mail from somebody, and that's how they. <laughs> live their lives. I think she had two in that movie, right? She had when she first walked in, and he's beating up the washer. <laughs> yeah, he's having sex with the washing machine. I guess we should probably play some clips yeah. from the movie, right. and I guess that's probably a decent one to start with. Here, I have it labeled as "Buck fucks the washing machine." <laughs> Careful, how you say that, right? Right. There we go. Come on, it's nice and easy. <laughs> Come on, here we go. Ah, take that. Take that. Come on, you don't want the curl bar, do you? Come on. <laughs> it's... Open up! Come on! It seems like these... 
<laughs> that make me wonder how how long they had to do these scenes, like before they got the one they wanted. Yes, you know? I'll drop my. Like load he's into probably you. in there for like four or five hours, just do it. All right, let's do it again this time. You know, rattle it harder or whatever. <laughs> and he's like Jesus Christ, but I like it. Um, what? Uh, how about uh, like? Are there cameos that you've got? Um, yes. Is uh, one of them Pooter the Clown? Yes. Uh, that's uh, Mike Starr. And he is from Dumb and Dumber, yes, right? Yes, Okay, is. God, I thought so much that he was, so the clown. That, that shows right, yeah. me. Yes. Yeah, he was in, um, he was in Dumb and Dumber, Goodfellas, uh, The Bodyguard, Funny Farm. He was in, a, he's just been in a ton a of ton, stuff. But... And I always get him confused with Sean Penn's brother, the one that died. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I think those Michael two. Michael Penn. Yes, I feel like they look a lot alike. So I was like, he's. Sure. I'm like, he's dead. And then I looked. And I'm like, nope. Sure enough, he's not. Is so. he still alive now? He though? is. Oh, yeah. fun. Look at that. Yep. Um. Yeah. Let's get. Uh, we're going way out of order, but who cares? This is uh, the clip of Pooter the Clown, <laughs> which I would have never known what his name was were it not for the closed captioning. So I'm pretty <laughs> excited because he he says his name's Pooter the Clown, and then he says Pooter there. Uh huh. Like that's his like dumb catchphrase <laughs> as a clown, I guess. But here he is. I love John Candy's laugh, too. Put it there. Yeah, you can tell by his voice, but it certainly does not look like I know. That's what tipped me off. Through the makeup, I was like, that's him. That's the guy. I'm looking after the... I'm the uncle. Buck Russell's the name. Right, great. Listen, I'm sorry. I'm uh, late. Uh, I was at this all-night bachelorette party. That's right. (laughs) Yeah, that's the part. That's the one. When he's sitting at the... The bar in Dumb and Dumber with the, yes. the two guys trying to eat the and then he eats, peppers. They put the peppers. Yeah. Drinks this morning? Huh? I, I think you did, didn't you? <laughs> what are you, Mother Cabrini? You never touch this stuff? No, 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 but I, I, I wouldn't be drinking if I was going to entertain some kids. Hey, I would. You know who I am? In the field of local live all men. Do you know who I am? Oh he pulls God. the do you know who I am. I love it. Get in your mouse. I would wear that on a shirt. This is getting your mouse and get out of here. That was very uh, Christmas vacation. Yeah, I there. thought the same thing. It's like weird. The why rant. Would, yeah, uh-huh. why would they pull that same little spiel there and put it in both movies? But yeah, so that was Pooter. <laughs> they took two punches and knock him down. Yeah. So. Yep. <laughs> His nose is all jacked up. I love it. Yeah, so great. He wobbled and he fell over. <laughs> Not, well, I was watching. I thought they should have had the kids like watching in the window. Yeah. Like, right. Just like, you know, <laughs> cool. Because they all hated him anyway. Yeah. yeah. They didn't want to call him. <laughs> the kids were, I thought, like Macaulay Culkin had some really good lines. And he's like, he's cooking our garbage. Yes. <laughs> like, I and I thought he did really. This is a pre-Home Alone. Yeah. Yeah. I thought so, that was strange, the one too. one year yeah. before. Uh-huh. She took a breeze, Yubi. <laughs> Uh, he calls his mom Chicky at one point when he's talking to her on the <laughs> yeah. phone too, which I thought was funny. Um, I guess, so let's meet the children. I guess here this is the very first few lines of the movie. We're going to meet the kids here. Just don't give me any crap, Maisie. I'm Love the dynamic of the children. With crap. The age difference is just enough to make it fun to to watch. Yeah, they set that up right away. Yep. The little girl's Gabby Hoffman. Yeah. Yeah. And, from uh, now and then. Now and then. Yep. Now she's a director. She was also the daughter of um, Shanice, who played in um, Field of Dreams. Amy Magdan. Magdan. Cash in Indianapolis. Forget that we were perfectly happy. So thank them for getting treated like shit every day. I'm telling on that one. (laughs) Shut your face. Shut your face. I love it. Uh, Yeah, I thought Macaulay Culkin was a decent, Mm -hmm. uh, like, little jokester in this movie. Like, he had some decent lines that he threw around. Definitely, I mean, he acted the same as he did in home alone like there was sure. a lot of similarity but you know same director um 
the older sister Tia, she was in the a show Yes Dear for six years, early two oh, thousands. Wow. And I was like, I'm like, I know I've seen her someplace, sure. but she's not a raging bitch in that show. So <laughs> it was hard, it was hard for me to to put the two together. So Brian, you get that phone call at two o'clock in the morning. <laughs> Uh, how do you know people that you drop everything and go watch their three children for for several days in a row at two o'clock in the morning? Other than I have a new next door neighbors, they've been there about a year, and they have a two and a four year old, and these girls for some reason adore me. Okay, Aww. you know, and but I like they'll learn. Yeah, Lord, <laughs> I'm, I'm great. I'm like I like totally away to a candy because like they it, there was a line about him being. Uh, uh, drunk, unemployed, and childlike. I'm like, well, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> you know. But no, I just, I, I like kids. I, you know, I dated somebody for three and a half years. I have like nine nieces and nephews. I'd rather chase them out in the yard and be in the house talking to the adults, you know. Yeah. Sure. So I just, I don't know, I just have fun with yeah. kids. So these kids, my na- neighbors, like, they have family in town now. They moved in town. But, I mean, if they, I think if they trusted me, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll watch the girls. You know? Sure. Like, yeah, yeah. But I like getting in trouble with kids. Like, do, do this or do that, you know, right. or say this. To, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. Teach them swear words. You know? I don't know that, uh, yeah, I don't know that I would have been able to to do something like this. That's a, That was a pretty noble thing of, of him to do, which I think was, made, you know, made him an endearing character, too. Like, it made him uh, that much more lovable right off the bat that he was able to be like, you know what? Yeah, well. And it was fun for me, too, because he just automatically assumed that he was going to drop the children off in his one bedroom. Right. Yeah. Well, like, bring your sleeping bags. We'll yeah. camp out. And... Like, it just goes to show how little he knows about kids. Like, they obviously have school. Right. You know? Uh, let me do this one here. I think this is it. What about Buck? Now, I'm sure he'd be glad to help out. This is not the time to discuss your brother. I don't want him. <laughs> uh, this is titled Finding She's a Sitter and Shitting on Buck. I hate this woman. She's so mean to him. He doesn't even work. He's a little out there, but he's responsible. And he's family. Buck is not the kind of guy I feel comfortable leaving my kids with. Is that his older brother or younger Trash brother, do you think? people he hangs out with. The, that I don't woman know. who sells tires. Really say. Because they say he's the, 40 in the movie. I think he was... Family. Can you see him? Okay. They say he was he's 40 cuz he's outside and he's knocking on the neighbor's front door and he's like he can find his own way. He's 40 years old. But I and I want to say I think he was 39 when this movie was in real uh, life. came out, yeah, in real life. I could um, get a timeline for how long they were living in Chicago. It didn't seem like long cuz I think it seemed like the daughter was pissed that she had to leave all of her friends. Yeah, like that had just sort of happened. Mm-hmm. Well, and they they talked to her about like uh the father, I don't know any of their names, like the the dad and mom, but um, Bob and Cindy, <laughs> weird. Um, <laughs> I think my family, Brady's. I think my family <laughs> knew people when I was younger that they knew my family knew a couple that were like friends of theirs that were Bob and Cindy. That's weird. Anyhow, um, that uh, he was like, don't blame yourself. This it didn't happen because we moved. Like she right. was feeling bad that he had a heart attack after they left the family or whatever, and then her bitch ass daughter said. Uh, I'd have a heart attack too if my entire family moved away from right. me. But then so. they made, well, you know, they were talking about it never had them over to the house. Well, it made it sound like a longer period of time of them being there, though. So. What I think is interesting is that he had to go with her. Like, that's just kind of like a female role, like in the 80s. Like, she couldn't possibly drive by oh, herself. Oh, back to her dad, you mean? Yeah. yeah. Like, well, now, there'd be no movie then. Yeah, that, right. <laughs> right. <laughs> I just feel like nowadays it wouldn't it'd be nothing because the dad would just stay home and sure. mom would drive herself. And yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, may, unless she, you know, wanted that like emotional support. Oh, no, women were helpless so. back then too. Right, right, eighty nine. Right, yeah. Um, <laughs> I was a pretty helpless six year old back well, in nineteen eighty nine. We do have uh, some uh, commentary on why they needed the men in their life here. Oh, right. I don't know why we need boys at all. They're so loud. Shut up! <laughs> Shut up yourself. We need boys so they can grow up, get married, and turn into shadows. <laughs> So that was like a dig at her dad, right? I think so, yeah. yeah. I like that he's not like around. Yeah, or... they're both pretty absent uh, mm-hmm. parents. Yeah, uh, another reason why I didn't have kids that might have turned out like her. So. <laughs> right? <laughs> well, that's why you had, they had three, because the first one sucked ass. So yeah. they had to have there you go, two yeah. more. You had to re-up on the deal and see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> Typical teenage girl with that age period. She played the part well. Yes. You're just like, oh, you just want to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You want like. It's the type of thing where if you just like shake them around and like stare them in the face and be like, you're going to learn this in a minute. Like, just listen to me now, which is what happens. Yeah. He tries to tell her how it's going to go. And then she eventually has that epiphany that like everything you said would happen, happened. And uh, that's the only part about this movie that I've got like a big problem with, like a big flaw in the the timeline of this movie is that nothing really happened to fix the relationship between her and her mother. And it just got fixed at the end. Like they just hugged and everything yeah. was supposed to be okay. I think she, I guess she equates it to like realizing that adults aren't like trying to make her life miserable maybe because Buck helped her and, you know, showed her that, that there were some adults out there that were, yeah, maybe. had her best interests at heart. But absence makes the heart grow fonder. Maybe she maybe. realized she had been real big pain in the ass the whole time maybe and, uh, yeah she deserved you know. more than a fucking hug for how her daughter <laughs> treated her i don't know but they they were kind of uh, asshole parents too um, like they were that whole like hey we're gonna like because uh how was the hockey game and he was like i haven't played hockey in two right. weeks and shit like so exactly absentee parents but yeah. then the mom kind of admitted when oh things are gonna change yeah. and you know so yeah yeah she true. took that on too i guess but uh which made for the nice little john hughes resolve at the end where they played music for no reason and then a a freeze frame <laughs> of Uncle Buck with the wave out the, the door. The, did the house, the outside of the house look familiar to you guys? Uh, I mean, I feel like it's going to be like the Home Alone house no, or something it's weird. it's not. I thought maybe it was. It was, um, Prin- or I almost said Princess Bride. It's Father of the Bride. <laughs> okay. Oh. Um, but it wasn't filmed inside that house, obviously. It, all of the sets were inside was a it gym. the but... new Father of the Bride? Like the, the Steve Martin Father of the Bride? Or yes. the old? Because there was an old one too, right? Yeah, but this is the Steve okay. Martin one. Yeah. There was so. like a black and white father of the bride too i think something like that yeah i didn't watch that one yeah right but that i'm like i know past, i've seen huh? that house before yeah so i feel um, like a bunch of that it's like a neighborhood in chicago like the suburbs of chicago right. somewhere that john hughes is like this is right like, where i want like all ferris of my bueller movies. lives and yeah. yeah like all the all these rich fucks that like <laughs> what a great neighborhood yeah <laughs> on the street steve martin and ferris bueller and <laughs> except right. i don't want to live down the street from ferris bueller or this bitch yeah <laughs> exactly <laughs> Um, did he go terrible. to high school with her then? <laughs> yes. Yeah. So um, there were a ton of people that were considered for Buck, um, for the role of Buck. Okay. Do you guys have uh, somebody that you would have wanted it to be other than John Candy? I know who played him in the TV show. Oh, who was that? Uh, Kevin Meany, the uh, stand-up comic. Oh, huh. I didn't even know there was an Uncle Buck I didn't TV know there was yeah, one. Yeah, I think only lasted one year, and I didn't oh, know your okay. research. I just remember <laughs> that because 
<laughs> well, apparently I dropped the ball on that no, one. No, there's a new uh-huh. Uncle Buck, though, now, right? Was that from a while ago? It was a while ago. Because there's a new one now, and I want to say they flipped, like, the. I think it's a black guy. I think it is, too. Who plays Uncle Buck. I think it's a black family, and, uh-huh. and he has to, like, come in. It would be funny in. if the, his brother was white and his family was white. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. It's the same movie in the same neighborhood, <laughs> but it's just... Yeah. Um. So John Goodman was considered. Okay, that um, makes sense. Yeah. yeah, and then he they he got um. Obviously, they they turned him down, and so he did Flintstones, which um, big career move. Uh, well, Flintstones was actually supposed to be John Candy. Oh, okay, but uh-huh. he um he couldn't do it because he died. Yeah. So then John no Goodman. Excuse. Did it. Yeah. Sure. He said uh, John Candy said well, it was his he, favorite cartoon, so didn't he, really he die? Like five years after this movie, nineteen ninety four. Yeah. So they were still in production for, like, Flintstone. No, Flintstones was in ninety four. So John Candy was supposed to do it, and, and then just he got died. pushed back. So then John Goodman took oh, over. And then but it, he and was then originally. It came out later. Yeah, okay. he was considered though for Buck. Um, Steve Martin, Jack Nicholson. <laughs> I know, right? That would have gotten real dark. I guess. Danny DeVito. There you go. That would have been all right. Uh, yeah, but like he's so tiny. I just I don't <laughs> know. Girl taller over him, yeah. right? Um, Robin Williams, which would have been good, but it would have basically been like Mrs. Doubtfire. Sure. Um, he couldn't do it because he was doing Dead Poet Society. Um, Joe Pesci, which I would have loved. Yeah. He would have, especially like with the scene at the at the school and when he's like bitching at the at Bug. Yeah. You know, yeah. like I he'd be like, you know, you what do you what do you think I'm funny? You know, <laughs> am I here to amuse you? <laughs> yeah. Um, he would have made cut, a weird... cut the mole off the <laughs> yeah. principal. <laughs> Curb stomp the bitch. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like that would have made for a different like a weird dynamic for home alone too like to have yes. have that in your head as you're watching home alone and be like oh this oh, isn't yeah, yeah. That's i bet true. They, wouldn't have, they wouldn't have cast him i don't think time. so which yeah. is funny because they probably because he was considered for this role that's probably why he was put in home alone. yeah yeah because it was probably a year later for, yep. yeah john travolta which we are yeah. um bill murray which i thought would have been great um, Jim Belushi also would have been really good. <laughs> I love Curly Sue. So, um, wait, hold on. Speaking of Jim Belushi, yeah, I posted the little poster things that I make for these. You know, yeah. where I change the cover of the movie and I add people's faces to them and make them look real dumb. Um, Did Jim Belushi comment on it? No, the the estate of John Belushi. <laughs> oh, right. liked that post. So, like, and it says in their little description that it's run by like Jill Belushi or something, which I'm assuming is his wife. Um. And they keep that account active that's just all things yeah. John Belushi. So that's I was like, no amazing. way. Like, look at that. <laughs> um, Dudley Moore, which that would have been weird. And, yeah. he would, and he would have been British. So sure. explain that one. <laughs> yeah. Um, I have this British brother. <laughs> 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 I would just fly over from England yeah. and watch my kids. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. They, instead of moving from Indianapolis, they moved over from <laughs> England. Yeah. And uh, Tim Allen was considered, Weird. which this was before Home Improvement even started. Yeah, that would have so, been like a big get for yeah. Tim Allen. Yep. So that I just felt like that was a huge list. Yeah, it was. You know, and then, I, but I don't know, would any of them have been better? No. No, I think this was, because it had to be, like, it, he plays this part very subtle and very lovable and, and like a, like, he keeps getting knocked down no matter how good he tries to be. That crazy bitch keeps, like, making everything <laughs> worse for him. When it's somebody like Robin Williams or bigger personalities, yeah. it's just you kind of outshine the the subtleness, I think, that you need to be. Because he has to be like a victim in this. Like he's being taken advantage of by that by the daughter and by the kids, too, really. I don't know. I don't think she really like got anything over on him. Like I feel like he was pretty 
like well well at, at one point he, he finally backed down he finally broke and was like well this sucks i'm just gonna let her do her own stupid well, she shit just left. she's like see right. you on sunday well that scene when he finally confronts her she's in her bedroom and she's like did you have a pretty bad day today oh, uncle because, buck yeah because she, oh my gosh he got she, drunk yeah, yes. Yep, he when finally... she tells Shanice that he he was yes. out with Marcy, like, why does every '80s or movie have to have like a miscommunication, misunderstanding? Like that? Yeah. And I, again, because like, so you frustrating. wouldn't have the movie. Like, yeah. <laughs> and then when Marcy is there and Shanice comes over, yeah. and I'm just like, oh, this is so painful to watch. Like, I just I'm yeah. like, no, don't go in there. I really liked the scene because Buck was dancing. Finally, she got him up to yeah. dance, and he was doing that dumb like step dance. <laughs> and that, oh, yeah, so funny. Back, yeah, <laughs> like the. Stickers just going. <laughs> yeah, the fat guy 80s dance that he knows how to do, I guess. So. Um, but Shanice is, it's Amy Madigan. She's actually been married, is married to Ed Harris. Yeah. Okay. And they've been married for a long time. Yeah. She's, so. She did a lot of movies and stuff back in, around that time. She's yeah. still active. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like she's played like some, like a detective. I was going to say, or... I feel like she's just been on like nine episodes of like CSI or something. <laughs> weird, but, uh, let's meet the, let's meet Shanice and Buck here. This is the clip from uh, the beginning here. You gonna be at work in the morning? I don't see how I can avoid it. <laughs> seem very happy about it. All right, if you gotta know, I'm really not that excited about going to work for my girlfriend. There, I said it. It's out of the way. Look, I love you. I can't help myself. I want to get married. I want to have a family. I want to do it with you. Well, you know the clock is ticking away here. I would just like so my you cousin to Vinny moment there. Tiny feet yeah, I die. clock's ticking real fast. I just feel like she deserves so much better than him. <laughs> <laughs> Even after he changed. Well, I mean, did he change? No. He didn't get a job. He uh, but he's good with kids. They figured that That's out. That's true. Know, so. Yeah, and then he's like, we should have done this a long time ago. Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> he starts running away because he knows that he's after him. But he did change. Listen. I think he'd make a wonderful husband and father. <laughs> oh, yeah. My sister and brother adore him. Um, he's, he really has changed since he's been here this week. He really has changed. He's responsible. <laughs> caring and I love the eavesdropping and and the double kick at the door was a nice touch yeah. too I really enjoyed that yeah that was awesome so Anna Klumski from okay, my realm, yeah she was one of the school children she's one of the one of the school children yeah no way yeah honest and forthright sense of humor and he's really got a great <laughs> sense of humor love it um she tried to help you know <laughs> He asked her for help and she tried, I guess, to redeem herself because she was a terrible bitch throughout the rest right? of the movie. Um, Patri- it says Patricia Arquette is in here, but I didn't. it doesn't say what she did. Huh. Um, so I don't know if she was just like, know, like one a of waitress the or something, or something weird. Probably. Yeah. 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 But I do love her. Yeah. I actually get her and Amy Madigan confused sometimes. So if they were to cast this movie now. Uh, who do you think could uh, pull any of this off? Oh, for like the people that are around that age yeah, like, now, like 40 like year current old. Current actors, gotcha. actresses. <laughs> Let's see, you need a big fat guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There really aren't that many. <laughs> like, who, like Kevin. Um, Kevin James. Not, yes, Kevin James. Yep. I can see him doing it. Yeah, it's true. He could probably Chris pull Farley it Chris Farley would have been good. Would have been great. Part. Yeah. I don't think Chris Farley's good at anything. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> um, uh oh. I opened a can of worms there. <laughs> Yeah, I love Chris Farley. He's the greatest of all time. Except uh, wasn't a big fan of uh, the last like three the, movies he did. The so. Ninja. Beverly yeah, Hills yeah Ninja. Beverly Hills Ninja was awful. What was the one where he, with um, um, Matthew Perry when he was in the old-timey? Heroes? Yeah, I don't know. I think it's Almost Heroes, something like that. Yeah, not no. a good movie. Everything he does, no. But I mean, also the end of uh, 
John Candy's like that Wagons East movie was ungood. It was not. Oh, I don't even think you can compare the two. Not great. Um, was that the one with Matthew Perry? No, that's Farley with Matthew Perry. Okay. The Wagons East was the western that John Candy did that he died during, and it was with um, that fu- the comedian with the weird mullet that used to do the Zima commercials. I think he was in that movie <laughs> with him too. I have no idea. Someone's going to know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I immediately thought of Dennis Miller only because he wasn't in it, but he did a thing on uh, SNL news. Uh, Zima tastes like, oh, okay. tastes like zit. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was, uh, fuck, you'll have to find out. Yeah, can you use your Google machine yes. there to, to find out who was in uh, Almost Heroes? No, no, Wagons East. Wagons East, that's so the one. So they have a stand-in for them then? They for used... The yeah, they used a stunt double and just uh, weird like face covering technology, I guess, to finish out the rest of that movie. It turned to a pile of shit, but they were that deep into it that they sure, had, yeah. they had <laughs> Richard Lewis and it yes. was Snapple. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> as soon as I saw him, I'm like, that is not the Zima guy. Well, who's the it's Zima not guy? A mullet either. Well, well, I, Richard, yeah, show I him Richard Lewis. Okay, yes. I know, I know Richard okay. Lewis. Yeah. yeah. No, God, he looks really bad right now. <laughs> so he he did not age well. Yeah, yeah. What's but, uh yeah? Who was the fucking Zima dude? Then? I don't know. There's got to be a comedian spokesperson for Zima. I mean, I don't. I can. I can Google that. I guess. Yeah, that's what you need to do. Okay, okay. so we'll we'll talk amongst ourselves while she googles uh, my my brain while but, she <laughs> makes the rest of my brain work. So uh, what I think that turned the teenage girl around was the fact that uh, um, Buck was a um, uh, sadistic. And she was kind of that way herself. See how she got off? Yeah. When they were torturing Bug. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah. I, and she, he threatened her earlier in the movie about shaving her head if she didn't go to bowling alley with him. Right. So I kind of like, okay, he's got this dark side to him. So yeah, she just needed a little pushback. I think you were maybe. so right. It was him. It was the same guy, right? I think so. Yeah. It's like the something different commercial. Yeah, Richard Lewis. Was the Zima guy uh-huh. also, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm sorry. I've redeemed myself. Well, I, I just that. remember him being all about Snapple. <laughs> okay. Uh, so we're we're like a half hour into yeah. this. Let's uh, We're going to cut for a commercial here in just a second. But before we do, we're going to set up our little bit for the next time when we come back. We're going to play a little game with you. It's not Uh-oh. really a game. It's more of a little... <laughs> it's an activity <laughs> that we do with all of our guests. Uh, so when we look up these movies, they always have like a synopsis that's attached to them, you know? And the synopsis on iTunes for this movie is a full, like, three paragraphs long. It's just too much. Like, there's a lot of information they give. Uh, you know, John Candy stars in this John Hughes comedy uh, as an idle, good-natured bachelor who left uh, in charge of his nephew, and, he, and it just keeps going. Like, sure. that's A lot like, of adjectives. All kinds of stuff, right? <laughs> so what we want is a 10-word oh or less synopsis of this film uh, in a little activity that we like to call chop this synopsis <laughs> uh and we have a brand new or no not a brand new this is from uh, bob fredericks friend of the show uh gave us a little theme song for this so we're going to go out on the theme song and when we come back from commercial we want from you brian a 10 word synopsis of this film something that'll catch your eye and make you want to watch this movie that's not like nine paragraphs long so like 10 words or less yeah 10 words or less chop this chop this synopsis <laughs> So chop ridiculous. this synopsis. Bob's so stupid. <laughs> chop this, <laughs> chop this synopsis. Yeah. Thanks, Bob. <laughs> okay, we'll be right back with uh, the end of Chop This Synopsis. Hey, everybody. 
This is Stu from the Elemental Podcast. If you like podcasts with interesting guests, engaging stories, or maybe passing on some knowledge to you, my podcast isn't for you then. We swear a whole lot. We talk about nonsense. We try to have a good time, though. So if you like that, give us a listen. The Elemental Podcast. Find it on SoundCloud, CastBox, iTunes, and any other podcast platform. Every Monday and Thursday. Give us a listen. It, please. Ladies and gentlemen, listen up. It's Adam Deggy, the commish, and I'm here to tell you that the one and only Deggy Draft is your one and only chance to live out those childhood dreams of becoming a professional athlete. And maybe, just maybe, you could be drafted into the NFL via social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram this April 25th through the 27th, coinciding with the actual NFL draft, the Deggy Draft can make your dreams come true. And you can make your parents finally be proud of you. You can make your hometown think you're a hometown hero. You can make your significant other actually love you again. All you got to do is get on that Deggy Draft page, like it, share it, get in the Deggy Draft room, talk trash, post videos and pictures to the Deggy Draft room and the Deggy Draft page. Make it happen. Win prizes. Win bragging rights. This is your year. And we're back. Do you miss us? Do you miss us? And uh, go do whatever that ad said to do. I don't know what it is yet. I haven't uh, put it in there. It might be from, from uh, Brian. Probably go to Sunday Funny is at Woody's Press Box at uh, Spectrum Lanes on uh, Clyde Park, yeah, south of Fifty Fourth Street between Meyer and Craig's Cruisers. <laughs> <laughs> so ideally, we'll have an ad for that, and then you just doubled it up and did the ad again. <laughs> it's, what, it's what you call a tag. Yeah, a live tag. <laughs> live tag. All right. Um, so. We are going to finish out the end of... Hold on a second. Chop this, chop this synopsis. That's enough. (laughs) All right. So, Brian, what is your 10-word or less synopsis of Uncle Buck? Okay. John Candy babysits brother's kids, kids, kidnaps team boy, reunites family. (laughs) Right. I like it. I'd watch that movie. Yeah. Get the hook in there, kidnapped teenage boy. That's right. That's all we need. Yeah, you don't need any of that other fluff nonsense. That was like I I literally read the first like sentence and there was still so much left for yeah. me to read. I mean they they give like people's credits and a bunch of weird nonsense. Like I don't care about any of this. I just want to know what the movie's about, and that's it right there. <laughs> I would watch that movie. So. Um, all right. So how much do you think that this movie? Um, what the budget was for this movie? How much it costs to make to make it? This yeah. is eighty nine. So yeah. Uh, Candy was already in name though, like he yep. was he was doing some stuff a little bit, yeah, yeah. He was the only name in that, yeah. Really, I mean, yeah, because Macaulay, yeah, Macaulay wasn't was a thing. Yeah. All the rest were kids; no one cared about. Yeah, yeah. I never seen the parents or yeah. anything other. Than- Shanice, the Field of Dreams hadn't come out yet. Oh, and then uh, what's her name from Roseanne? Was Roseanne a thing um, yet? In eighty nine, I don't think so. Yeah. I think Roseanne came after that, that the like nineties. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so yeah, really nobody. Uh, what do you think? I don't know. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say this was between eight and ten million dollars to make this movie. Okay, Brian, I was gonna say think? about ten. So okay, yeah. um, fifteen million. Okay, oh. all right, a little under. Yeah, yeah, a third of that went to candy, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Um, or just to get some weird like sweeping John Hughes shots, where, right? Like, like just. <laughs> 
well, landscapes and over the prob- houses and probably things. like building the set because everything was built w- within a gymnasium. Okay. So really, the the set building was probably a lot. Sure. It's like there, like there's really not a, a lot of songs in this or anything yeah. that they would have paid money for. Just Wild like the Thing big score. Yeah. Yep. They did play Wild <laughs> Thing a couple of times. They played it on the way into the school and then on the way back out of the school too. And yeah. he does this little punch in the air thing. Yeah. Um, okay. So how much do you think it made? I believe I've heard that this was a success. Yes. Like this was a box office hit. Yes. So if it cost 15, I'm going to say it made at least I'm going to say it made at least 40. Okay. I really was going to say 40. I'm not just saying that. Man. <laughs> I was thinking, you know, 40 to 50. Yeah, I was but 50 say, might be a lot. Yeah, I was going to say it probably tripled its budget maybe, so like 45-ish, but yeah. Well. Um, Actually, it made 66.7. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. That's a home run. Which is crazy. That's a lot of money yes. for back in the 80s. Well, and then what else came out in 94, too? Didn't he have a No, two, this was 89. Or I'm sorry, in 89. That's okay. Didn't he have two movies come out in 89 at the same time, I thought? I don't know when Planes and Trains came out. I thought that, no, was, that was a little bit before. Yeah, that, no, that was after... No, I think Plans and Trains came out in 86, I think. Oh, okay. I'm not sure, though. Uh, Great Outdoors was the year before this. Okay. Uh, Planes Trains was the year before that. Oh, okay. All right. Well, yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah, he was a big deal then. I'd like to know how much he made on that then, because I bet a good portion of that was... It had to have been him. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. I don't know. Nowadays, doing the percent that that movie made, like he put it in today's dollars, Yeah. I bet they say, we got to do a sequel. Oh, sure. Yeah, for sure. And maybe that might have been in the works, but he died. Did John Candy ever do any sequels? I don't remember him ever doing a a movie that that was at least that he was central in that became a sequel. I mean, obviously there were the Home Alone movies, but did he show up in any of the other I don't think so. No. And I'm looking and I don't see any two. God, no. I wish they would have done Spaceballs, too, though. That would have been so fucking <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Maybe they could have cleared it to get some merch on the second time around. <laughs> right. All right. Uh, so let's do a couple more of these. I've got some. Now we're hitting the like iconic um, clips here, the ones that people can actually quote if they wanted to. So let's do. Let's meet Bug. Oh, so gross. The worst. You ever hear of a tuna? <laughs> you ever hear of a ritual killing? I love that. <laughs> that was the first sign of him. You know how to face in public like that again, and you'll be one. Yeah, he was starting to turn. <laughs> <laughs> That's Jay Underwood. He's a pastor now. Oh, weird. No kidding. Uh huh. I remember the boy who could fly. That I watched that when I was younger. Huh. And he also was in um, Not Quite Human because he's always done like weird, yeah, like sci-fi stuff. That's crazy. So, yeah. All right. So we had that one. We also have, I love this one. Miles and uh, Buck have their little 20 questions conversation yes. with each other. Oh, before you play this, uh-huh. um, they actually, John Candy taped the answers to, to his forehead. Nice. Because he wanted Macaulay Culkin to come back quicker with Quick, everything. Yeah. So yeah, which I thought was interesting. Fun. Where do you live? In the city. Do you have a house? Apartment. Or a rent? Rent. What do you do for a living? Lots of things. Where's your office? I don't have one. How come? I don't need one. Where's your wife? Don't have one. How come? It's a long story. Do you have kids? No, I don't. How come? It's an even longer story. Are you my dad's brother? What's your record for consecutive questions asked? 38. I'm your dad's brother, all right. You have much more hair than you know, so my dad. How nice of you to notice. I'm a kid. That's my job. <laughs> it reminds me of the Jimmy John's commercials. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. 11, 11 questions. 11 questions. <laughs> and his record was 38, so he got off easy. Yeah, yeah he, he did. did. Holy <laughs> cow. That would have been a rough. That goes half the movie. So one of those movies that you said that he sucked at was probably the movie Canadian Bacon. Yeah. John Candy's Canadian Bacon. I don't know. It came out in 95, though. He was already dead. So I don't know. If Who was like in a, with that one? I don't know. Oh, it's I just s- him on the cover. Mike, it, uh, Michael Moore. Yeah, Alan the, Alda. Michael Moore's the guy who wrote the movie, I think. Kevin um, Pollack, who I like. Yeah. Oh. Um, I saw him do stand up once. Oh yeah, yeah. Kevin Pollan. Wow, yeah, Rhea Perlman, then. Rip Torn. Yeah, Rhea well. Perlman was uh, played his wife in the movie. I want to say, and it was about Canada like taking over the United States or something. Like they were planning an attack or some Wolverine. nonsense or something weird. Yeah. And we're worried about the Mexicans, right? right? <laughs> this is a Jim Belushi. I, I mean, there Stephen Wright. There were a lot of people. Stephen Wright. Look at that. Like that's just craziness. He was. Uh, he was I want to see the this guy now. on the couch. Yeah. In, uh, half-baked, yes, right? the and guy on the... Uh-huh. He was the guy flying the airplane in So I Married an Axe Murderer. Uh-huh. Yeah. God, we have to do that movie. Yeah, I want to do So I Married That's an Axe Murderer movie. so bad. But just the cover of this Canadian bacon looks horrible. Yeah. Like, yeah. I just figured it was one of his shit movies. Was that his second to the last one? Then? Yeah. Well, it came out in 95. It, yeah, they were both being filmed during uh, his death. He uh, was in Mexico on vacation from shooting um, Wagons East, and that's when he died. So he was from Canada. And then died in Mexico. It was weird. Like he hmm. didn't, uh, he wasn't born or died in the United States, but we loved him. <laughs> yes, we did. <laughs> uh, I loved uh, the, his hat. I like Buck's wardrobe. So it's weird to see. I, I enjoy seeing a large man who's like pretty well dressed and taken care of in movies. Like they didn't treat him like a piece of garbage, you know, like they can do in a yeah. lot of A lot of times they make him like all. You know, just sloppy. sweatpants and yeah. sloppy and gross or whatever. But he had always like real. The, his car was awful, but he had like <laughs> really nice. Like his jackets were always really nice, and uh-huh. he whatever. Um, but that fucking dumb hat that he wore, and I love that he made mention of the hat and how stupid it was. <laughs> the anger people. We, yeah, we get this gem from him about his hat here. You think she hates me with the passion? <laughs> really? So cute. You think it's the hat? No. <laughs> no. A lot of people hate this hat. It angers a lot of people, just the sight of it. I'll tell you a story about that on the way to school. <laughs> well, the, the, when he was looking for the party and the car uh, drove up next to him, goes, do you know your car's on fire? Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. It's, it's, it's like, oh, they're, they're going to hate that hat. Yeah, yeah. they're going to kill you if you go in there wearing that hat. Yeah. <laughs> I love that his car just constantly swayed. Like those yes. shots on the back of it just like it's when he shut the trunk, <laughs> when he pulls out the hatchet yep. and he shuts the. I mean, it bounces for like ten seconds afterward. Yep. I love it. That is so hilarious. The, and they do that, like the set dressing and the extra detail and that sort of stuff makes the movie so much more enjoyable to watch as yes. an experience, especially. When I'm doing something like this, when I'm really trying to look for stuff in the movie and, and see what what's weird about it, I notice more crap like that. And um, the scene when they talk, well, I think I might have. Hold on. Uh, I hated Bugs freaking beret. Yeah. I wanted to shove it up his ass. Everybody was wearing a fucking beret. Like Ugh. he wore one. Uh, Tia wore one. Yeah, but when it's she, a, Tia's was acceptable. And there were like three other berets at the party when know. they were. Oh my That's god! An late 80s and if thing. I ever showed up, if I ever ended up at a party like that, I would literally have killed myself in the corner. <laughs> there were people that were just inches away from you at all times. Yeah. I don't know if any of you have ever been yeah, in house that, parties, like that kind of fucking house party. Because I would never. Well, you're I would younger. Never survive. You're, 
I'm so different now. I mean, I used to love to go to bars and hang out and blah, blah, blah. And now it's like you have to pry me to yeah. get yeah. out. It. So it's when you're young, you do that stuff. Man, I that was not my scene at all, man. I would have. Yeah, it's not my cup of tea now. I would have been like just cowering over in the corner and been like, <laughs> well, get away I, from me. I can't go to music festivals anymore. Yeah. I can't handle the heat. I don't want your sweaty body touching me. Sure. People spilling beer and yeah. shit all over yeah. people. And God, I like hate They're it. passing out because they're not drinking enough water. <laughs> and it's like 110 degrees in the middle of the crowd. And yeah. I'm just like, no, I don't. I mean, yeah, I don't even think you could pay me to go. Yeah. Uh, so we get this uh, when Tia tries to lie to her mom on the phone here. Buck's got me busting my hump. He says a little hard work would put some hair on my chest. At least I'm learning a trade. That's good. Like, you can tell he's got a real star quality to him as a child actor in this movie, which parlayed into Home Alone. Can you get Uncle Buck? Will do, Chicky. There it is. (laughs) So cute. Will do, Chicky. Next time you take off, why don't you hire a murderer to watch the house? Fuck you, bitch. I hate her so much. God. Well, why don't you just go your way and let him go his? Well, he systematically dismantles my life. The guy took off today and left Miles and Maisie alone. Plus, he drinks. Did you uh, brush your teeth? Yeah, I could even feel my toothbrush. You know, I have a friend who works at the crime lab at the police station. (laughs) I could give him your toothbrush and he could run a test on it to see if you actually brushed your teeth or just ran your toothbrush under the faucet. If that's true, we're going to really have to start brushing our teeth. (laughs) At the end of that clip, which I didn't pull... In the background, uh, they play a siren. Like there's yeah, a siren that, yeah. that goes off, and I'm like, oh my god, that's like such a subtle way of like these kids are thinking that this is you know <laughs> going to happen or whatever. And it's stuff like that that he puts in these movies that just makes it extra fun to like to listen to or an experience like this. But listening to this movie with headphones on yeah. when I was pulling clips for it and stuff, you really hear a bunch of that subtle extra stuff. The most fun for me is when it's like a crowd scene or like during the party and stuff. You can hear, hear the, people yelling. the background actors and what they're saying, what they've been told <laughs> to sort of say in the background. It's really fun to listen to. Like, I, It just cracks me up that little kids will do anything. Like, It was more effort just to wet your fucking toothbrush than to just, <laughs> right? like, just brush your teeth. Yeah, like, yeah. I did that when I was a kid. I don't know. Just the things that we would do as children. Yeah. Um, so another one of the iconic scenes that really had no reason to pull clips from it was when he was making the birthday surprise yes, for Miles. Yes, the giant pancake. Why did they have a goddamn griddle in their house that was big enough to do that? Like their whole island was covered by an electric skillet. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't know if it was maybe like this the burners, or like it was like a piece of metal on top of the burners. Well, it looked like he used something. a shovel to. Yeah. So yes. It's a damn snow shovel <laughs> he used to flip the thing over. <laughs> But, you know, that, that scene, though, it reminded me when um, back in the 90s, I dated this girl. And I this is something guys do. You We always think, like, bigger is better. Sure. <laughs> and uh, uh, her dad, I, I don't know if I was trying to impress her dad, but I knew he liked those root beer barrels, those candy. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. And I feel like for Christmas, you know, like a popcorn tin. Yep. Uh-huh. I fill one of those of root beer barrels and get way overdone it. <laughs> yeah. I mean... You know, here's diabetes. He's right. diabetes. <laughs> he lost he a lot because yeah. of me. You know, if he didn't have dentures, he, I mean, he's gonna get him now. Right. And looking back, it's like he's like he must have like what an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that's probably it. Probably wasn't cheap either. Well, I mean, you find one thing that they like, and you're like, that's you just focus on it. I'll like, just get more of yeah, it. Yeah, the only thing I know about it's like when somebody starts as like a when you start finally getting like a style that you enjoy, and you start like collecting something. Uh-huh. 
And then everyone realizes, well, you collect those, so that's just what I'm going to get you forever. That's yeah. what, with Lindsay and the elephants. Yes, my wife made the mistake of telling people that she liked elephants, like little statuettes oh, yeah. or little whatever, you know, trinkets that all are elephants. So my family, not really knowing a ton about her, just knows, well, she likes elephants. So they just gave her everything they could find with elephants <laughs> on it. Which I, I'm pretty sure I gave her a couple of birthday yeah, presents that were elephants. Right. <laughs> and it just, like, you, you have to tell them people eventually, to, you just have to stop. Like, you can't. <laughs> Like we don't, I don't like elephants anymore. Like you, you, you broke me. It. Yeah, my mother was victim of that. She had clowns, and then of course I would always buy oh, her clowns. No. And finally, she said, "No more clowns." Yeah, you it gotta just, quit. And I still, she passed away in uh, two thousand, and I still have all her clowns in my basement, wrapped up individually in a box. Yeah, they go. I'll go on Craigslist or whatever eBay. And maybe some are worth money, some are not. But I still have every one of those claws. Yeah. And I, I probably gave her 90% of them. So. <laughs> my, my grandpa's the same way. For whatever reason, he has a thing for clowns, too. And when he passed, my family gave like gave my my daughter one of the clowns that he had. And I'm just like, okay, like thanks. I, re- I get it. Like That's awesome. Thank you for doing that. But like I don't really know where to put a clown yeah. in, in my house. So that's totally it's creepy. just going to be in a closet somewhere yeah. for until she decides what she wants to do with it but yeah keep it away because they're like oh she likes clowns yeah then and now all of a sudden right. we get clowns for everything yeah, yeah until it hides under her bed and pulls her under there like in poltergeist right that happened for me like i collected monopoly boards mm-hmm. huh. um and i they're actually so here's my like i've got a cabinet filled with like nerd games but i have an entire other area that's just for monopoly and I had at one point, I probably had upwards of like 50 different Monopoly boards, like different styles of Monopoly games. And that's because people started realizing that I was collecting them. Yeah, it's easy when you find it. You're like, oh, let's give that to Matt. Right. But I was like curating it. I was like, I don't have this one and I want this one. So I'll buy this uh-huh. one where everyone else was like, oh, here's a, here's a big shitty, piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, here's a shitty one at a garage sale that I found. I want you to have. And so I would just get piles of, <laughs> of these shitty Monopoly boards, you know, and so eventually I had to stop too and of course my wife was like you need to stop also <laughs> they ran just, out of room well it's not only that but i'm a very aggressive monopoly player uh and so people don't enjoy playing the game with me because i very much want to stick with the rules <laughs> and it's i'm one of those like if you start this game we are not ending it until the game is over sure and so people are just like 48 hours later not into it you know <laughs> yeah everybody's dehydrated yep. well it was it's like we would go as far as to like set the board aside and like don't touch anything, you know. Like if at it's the like time, risk, you know, you're playing risk yeah. with somebody in the. But like if we had had said like cell phones, like camera phones at the time, it would have been very much like take a picture of the board to make sure we know exactly where everything was, sort of thing. Oh, it's so much effort. Um, yeah, but uh, that's how I. How I always wanted to play so. using real money, but not like if it's not like three hundred dollars for a property, three dollars. Yeah, sure. You know, yeah, something that'd like be that. Fun. Yeah, like scale it down to pennies instead. Yeah, of, so you it's. Know? If something's one hundred and fifty dollars, it's just a buck fifty to to purchase whatever. Yeah. They actually have every year they do a tournament that is for real money, but it's for the real like dollar oh. amount. Your buy in is like the fifteen hundred dollars cash that you start with or whatever, and then people play, um, you know, actual money. That would be monopoly. fun to do. I would do that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I like if, I, if I had fifteen hundred dollars, <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> I also at one point I was like I wanted to save up and buy the Franklin Mint version of Monopoly. Which was like a thousand dollar Monopoly set, so wow. I was like, I gotta stop. I think we're, I think we're good with where so we're at. So you're not. Be clear to your listeners, you're not collecting them anymore. No, not anymore. 
No, not anymore. <laughs> That'd be funny if that's the one thing finally someone decided to send that to the podcast. Awesome. Like, hey, I found this for you. This is the greatest of all time. <laughs> With elephants and, yeah, clowns. Yeah. Uh, you know what I was going to do? Because we haven't really had that much correspondence via email. I was uh, I was going to pretend uh, that we received an email. It's, we get a shitload of email in our junk mail folder, but it's all like um, <laughs> some prints from some foreign yeah place or nigeria whatever. or something like i was gonna be like hey guys we got our first email and it's i am mrs sarah Ra. <laughs> i have a pending project of fulfillment to put your uh to put in your hand i will need your support to make this i got that same one through. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so but yeah, yeah. is an old is an old woman on the uh I, it's just an email oh just I, like I got a, a facebook thing from no, somebody no. and it was a. Uh, we didn't get uh, too many of those, but it's it's funny because like they're starting to try to come up with names that like make sense now. It's not just like Tom Smith. They're trying to get like more creative with stuff. Uh, like this person's name is Margareth Jiskagard. <laughs> like I don't know. <laughs> I used to date her. Yeah, Mar- Good old Margareth. <laughs> Margareth with a Margaret. th on the end. Yeah, it's the greatest of all time. <laughs> uh, yeah, anyhow, uh, anyway, <laughs> we have another game that we could play. Yeah, we do. Uh-oh. All right, and we have a brand new theme song for this game. Ooh. This is the very first time we're <laughs> debuting this. It might just burn in flames and never be used again, but I thought it was real fun when I was making it yesterday. So this is our theme song for a game called What's That, that sound? sound? I think it's time we stop, children. What's that sound? Do you hear what I hear? <laughs> what's that sound? Do you hear what I hear? What, 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 what's that sound? <laughs> All right, and we're going to play a game called What's That Sound, where we take a sound clip from the movie, we play it for you, Brian, and you uh, try to tell us uh, what is happening during the sound, okay? So first bat's going to go to you. We'll give you a couple of whacks at it. If you can't get it, we're going to move it over to Mandy. She has not heard these clips yet, so Mandy's going to get a shot at it, and if Mandy can't get it either, then it goes out to the listening audience. So if they can get it, they email us or message us or whatever and try to get the right Mm -hmm. answer. We have three rounds of it this time. So uh, you've got three chances to uh, get the answer correct. So you're ready for your first round? Sure. All right. Listen in. Here we go. Focusing now. (laughs) I know what that is. (laughs) What do we got? It's when uh, um, he uh, pulled down the pots and pans from above the uh, island in the kitchen. It oh, is no. not. It's not. It is not. I wondered if that was going to throw people <laughs> off. Yeah, yeah. No, it is not that one. I'll, uh, Can I hear it again? I'll, yeah, I'll play it again. <laughs> Damn it. Damn it. <laughs> I almost pulled them both just to, to have the difference you between the purpose. two. Yeah. Yeah. It's like something rolling at Uh-huh. <laughs> There's a lot of stuff going on. Whatever, whoever was the... Is that when they pull bug out of the trunk? Nope. Jeez. No, no. no. I suck at this. <laughs> right. We're gonna we're gonna give it over to Mandy. Is it when he's looking for a bag and all the stuff falls out of the closet? In the closet, and yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that rolling thing though. Yeah, 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 he gets hit with the bowling ball. But that was well, no, that, oh, that was the bowling the ball, ball sound. though. Yeah. yeah. The bowling ball happens after that That's, all settles. Yeah. And then you get that big clunk at the end. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah, whoever the Foley artist yeah, was had, was a, great. had yeah. a good time with that, I think. But All right. All right, I'm over one. Yeah, Two here we chances. go. Let's do this one here. 
That's it. Was he just sleeping? And that was a... Uh, like a snoring sound? Like a... No, no. It was a, it's a, a more specific point in the movie. It wasn't... Oh. Uh, this isn't Buck making the noise. Oh. <laughs> How are you looking at this one, Mandy? I have no Nothing? idea. Nothing? Okay. Oh, my God. Uh-oh. We might be. Kicking. I mean, I've only seen it the one time. Sure, we might be kicking this one. I've out only to the seen audience. it twice in the last two weeks. <laughs> All right, like this. Just a wild swing at it if you want, and otherwise we'll just kick it off to the audience. Yeah, have it one more time. Yep. <laughs> Whoever does get this is going to be an insane I, person. I um, I don't. Know. Okay, I, I no shame in that one. That one's a goddamn <laughs> crazy. Uh, I'll tell you after we're okay. done. Okay. Uh, okay, and then we have number three. I know that one. Okay. I know I said that about the first one. <laughs> I know that one. All right. What do we got here? Well, that was in the uh, beginning when we first got to the house and they, she had the plates on the mantle and he took the plate off and he dropped it. Uh-huh. And then, oh, unbreakable. And he like, <laughs> tapped it on the piano and broke. That's so great. I wanted to pull that clip because I thought that was a really funny part in the movie, but I also wanted this clip to be the sound and we can't, I couldn't have both. So. I think that was the first time I laughed out loud. Yeah. When he, when <laughs> unbreakable, he, yeah. and he just tapped it a little bit on the piano. <laughs> and then when he's on the phone with her later, like, that, the plates you had in the yeah. living room are those, you know. Where would you where, get those? Where would you get something like that? Like at the mall? Chicago? <laughs> town or whatever? Are they old? At an antique store? <laughs> like England. <laughs> See, that's where Dudley, Dudley Moore. Moore. <laughs> that's right. That's where Dudley Moore would have come in. Oh, my God. That's awesome. All right. We have a couple more clips we can try. Uh, let's do. Oh, uh, my favorite part of this movie by far is when Buck is trying to explain to Shanice why she why he can't come to work the next morning. Because they had that big yes. conversation and they were like, you're going to be there. And he's like, yes, I'm going to be there. I promise, whatever, even if I could make up something that if I thought I could make up something you'd believe, I would try, but he couldn't, right? So this is what we get afterward, and this is the greatest of all time. Just let... Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, but... You don't... <laughs> would you just... I laughed while watching this, me, and it just keeps going, I and I love it. Let me get... <laughs> you're not... Give me a... Oh, <laughs> oh, <bye. laughs> oh the awe is what really sets it off. It reminds me of uh, Austin Powers when uh, uh, Dr. Evil was... Yes. Zip, 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 zip it, yeah. Let me tell you a little story about a man named... Shh. <laughs> Zippy, zip, zip it. Um, we've got... So I'm going to give you guys a, a couple of uh, options here because we're going to wrap it up here pretty quick. We've got... Uh, when he when he explains about... Uh, he's real sorry about his bushes. When he <laughs> starts on fire. Yep. Yeah, uh, we've got uh, Buck's plan to stop smoking. Yes. And we've got uh, him singing while making breakfast. No, let's do the smoking one. Okay. Five-year five plan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know. It's so great. Anyway, I stopped smoking cigarettes. Oh, good. Oh, good. Something? I'm on to cigars. Now. Yeah. I'm on to a five-year plan. I eliminated the cigarettes, then I go to cigars, then I go to pipes, then I go to chewing tobacco, <laughs> then I'm on to that nicotine gum. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Like, he expected her to be so much more proud of, of that than she was. Yeah. I love when he's talking to her on the phone, 
And he was uh, just talking about how many times you feed the dog. Like <laughs> yes. Once, I know. once, and she's like four or five times. And she's like, "How many times crying. do you think you should feed the dog?" <laughs> she's in the she's out of town. Yep. Her dad had a heart attack. Her kids are with this uncle that she doesn't want to have him with. And as far as she's aware, he's drinking and, and leaving the kids leaving alone. The children. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he's overfeeding the dog. And she's like crying. But do you think she believed her daughter though when she said that? Like, part of me didn't believe. Like, I think, do. Oh, I for yeah. sure do. She was very against this to begin with. Yeah. Like she hated him already. And to have any bit of like confirmation that that was happening was. And she's being, being very maternal, you know, being yeah. mom. So, yeah. Yep. And um, yeah, with the blue spots on the lawn, like when he was drinking the, the yeah. toilet. I was yeah. just <laughs> leaving the toilet seat <laughs> up. And, uh, love it. Ah, so great. But again, that was really just a kind of a fleeting moment. And I was like, I could pull clips for that, but whatever. You no, know what I mean, I mean so. it's. What about the principal, the assistant principal? Can we uh, listen to that when he talks about her wart or. Buck melanoma. Hold on. Let me see if I've got that. I feel like I have to have had that somewhere. Oh, here it is. I must have accidentally pushed this once. I'm Anita Horgarth. Buck melanoma. Anita Horgarth. Molly Russell's wart. (laughs) Molly Russell's wart. wart. I'm I'm the wart. She's my tumor. (laughs) My my growth. This is uh, the two minute long clip, by the way. So good. Just old Buck Wart Russell. That's what they call me. Or, uh, Melanoma head. Don't call me that. Melanoma head's coming. <laughs> it's just too uncle. much. Like this made it, uncle. This made it I'm too cartoony uncle. for me. No, it's so great. Uh, I, I was her, laughing so hard that I missed half of conference with you. I'm assistant principal here, as you've probably noticed from the indications on the door. I love this too. Yeah. He the looks at the door. door. The outer door. Ah, because there's nothing, there's nothing on this. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's just so unnecessary. Such a dick. Yeah. yeah. I've been an educator for 31. Point three years. <laughs> Again, <laughs> unnecessary. I <laughs> love it. I've seen a lot of bad eggs. She's like I Beulah Ballbreaker, kind mm-hmm. of. Yeah. At the elementary level, we are not dealing with fully developed individuals. I see a bad egg when I look if at If someone said this niece. about my kid, I oh, would yeah. fucking she kill is a twiddler. He does good. I like him. Yeah. Like, Silly it makes you, you know, he's more endearing. And mm-hmm. frankly, I don't think she takes a thing in her life or her career as a student. Seriously. <laughs> She's only six. That is not a valid excuse. I There's a like, little boy yeah. in the lobby. She gets real crazy about it. She's like, I hear that every day. Well, of course you do, you fucking lunatic. And I sure don't want to know one who takes their student career seriously. I don't have a college degree. I don't even have a job. But I know a good kid when I see one. Because they're all good kids. Until dried out, brain dead skags like you <laughs> drag them down and convince them they're no good. You so much as scowl at my niece or any other kid in this school, and I hear about it, and I'm coming looking for you. Take this quarter, go downtown, and have a rat gnaw that thing off your face. <laughs> so good. I also cut out in that scene, there's a scene where Maisie's in the classroom and he's asking them what they did over the weekend, and she was like, uh, my uncle Buck put my socks, socks in the, in the microwave. microwave for a, a minute, and then the dog threw up on the couch for a, an hour, for about an hour uh-huh. or whatever. And uh, he's like, "Are you lying?" And then she said something about the goddamn washing yeah, machine. Yeah, he's like, "Why blasphemer?" <laughs> With his dumb ruler. But you, I, you mentioned the uh, the boy, and I thought that was one of the funny scenes where he's listening to the dialogue in the office next to him, and 
he just starts smiling. Buck starts taking it to him. Uh-huh. Yeah, you know. Yeah, that was again. It was very much a visual joke in this movie, but it was so good. Like, there's a ton of that in this mm-hmm. movie. And he was sitting next to the kid ahead of time. Let me go first. You know, yeah, and take exactly. a picture off of you, and you got a, the kid on the side and all that stuff. And then, that is fun. Except she probably was worse to him after that, though. No, like she retaliated against a kid that didn't. Maybe she felt a little beat down. She maybe was thought like, Buck eh. was going to wait out in the other room. Right. <laughs> Um, so I guess what are we uh, final thoughts? On well, this? I, one thing I think one of the funniest things in in the movie, and it was just like a one line thing, and and it, because it's my generation, when Buck goes into the party and he's looking for Bug, and he's kind of like trying to blend in a little <laughs> bit, you know, and he goes, this giant man walking through a party, and he got the music playing, whatever, and he goes, who's that? Grassroots. <laughs> and, I just think that's so funny because I Grassroots was one of my favorite bands growing up, and it's yeah. like. You know, uh, Hughes it had to be like somebody he was familiar with. You know, just <laughs> sure. threw that thing in there. Just trying to relate to yeah, the kids. Yeah, relate to the kids, you know. And was, like, they're a band that was popular in the late 60s, early 70s, you know. <laughs> yeah, there's no way that that was grassroots. Yeah, they wouldn't play that at all. So, And you know who was in the grassroots? Who was that? Creed Bratton. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. From The Office? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. That knew, is too funny. I knew he was in something. Yeah. <laughs> I could, I could yeah. never remember. I knew he was in like a legit touring band or whatever, yes. but I could never remember. Because he played himself in the yeah. office. Because yeah. he even mentioned it. That at, is uh, so funny. Yeah. I always just pictured him being like a Navy SEAL or something weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like recon for some weird. Well, he like changes his identity a couple of times. <laughs> no, that's Alfred in Gotham. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so what's uh final thoughts i guess anything that we missed that we yeah will you watch this again do you think brian i'm sure eventually because i forgetful so uh, <laughs> it's uh, like a, it's like watching it for the first time every time <laughs> yeah it's, it's sort of god I, I have movies i've watched and the only thing i remember is like if i liked it or not on some of these like i liked this but i could not tell you what happened in this movie it might be something i saw like 10 years ago once sure. or whatever but i i remember if i liked it or not mm-hmm. yeah but then i can watch it knowing that i liked it <laughs> without remembering anything from the movie so it's like the best of both that worlds. is the best yeah. i'm not wasting time on a movie i won't like <laughs> right and that that happens to me a lot where like I, I'll know that I like a movie and I'll know that I'm like well who was in that movie and it just completely escapes me just like this yeah. fucking Zima guy thing and I'm like <laughs> I know it was a thing I, I promise this is in my brain somehow but I just can't get it and whatever I, I should probably get better at that while doing you know a podcast about movies where we try to like relate well, no, relate characters and- <laughs> to other things like wait they were in this other movie weren't they and then we just know, have to I the think- internet gets to listen to us go um for- i think that people like that though because it's so relatable because it happens to everyone you know or they that- just get to scream at their yes. phone while we're trying to come up with the answer yeah because they know who we're talking about yeah 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 um what do you what about you will you watch this uh again you think yeah maybe i don't i mean i'm not gonna seek it out i don't think right that's with me yeah i wouldn't buy like i had to rent this for for the podcast Yeah, me too. and i i wouldn't rent it again if it was just on if it shows up streaming at some point i might throw it on uh i found out my daughter who is eight was like interested in it like she didn't get to watch it but i still have the rental for like another 20 hours or something so Uh I think Lindsay and, and Lexi will both uh, probably watch it. So that's fun for yeah. them. So. One more thing is. I was going to mention was a, like an innuendo that was in there that uh, we didn't cover where he was talking to Shanice on the phone and he, he was trying to kind of get her back to take him back or whatever. And, and he talked about uh, his nicknames for her dimples in her butt. Uh-huh. Um, and yeah. it was uh, Lyndon and Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> and then her breasts were uh, Mickey and Minnie. Yes. And then... Uh, and then we called uh, 
Felix, you're... And, and then, then you, you hear the cat. You hear the cat. <laughs> nice. And I love that, you know. Yeah. yeah, it's another one of the examples of the audio taking over to fill in the rest of the joke. Like, that's that's fun. It's like, who let the cat out? We don't have a cat. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I still want to do... Uh, well, I guess we got to do one at the end here. We'll play that at the end on the way out. But all right, what's uh, what do you have going on that people need to know about Ryan? We just got done wrapping up with Laugh Fest stuff, so that's out of the way. Yeah, you were in you were in our last Laugh Fest show. Yeah, yep. yeah. So that was fun, and um, yeah. Uh, so night finds we're back to kind of our normal routine uh, this coming Sunday. Of course, this this will air this after will be that, a couple so, weeks out. Yeah, yeah. So I have to project in the future. We'll starting <laughs> uh, May seventeenth. It, we bring back the kingpin of comedy competition. Nice, yeah, yeah. And you were uh, you were a quarterfinalist in that. I was. You won it. your first round. I don't know that I did. I thought did you, I? you won your first round. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. You won. Yeah, you won I had a, to qualifying round. Yep, I, I had there. to come back. I was in with. Uh, <laughs> I went in with Ricarlo and Tim. I think might and, have been part of that. Sherry too. was. She, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It was, it was a weird group of uh-huh. four on the stage. I remember the photo. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, I bring that back. On a, who was uh, who ended up being the winner? Uh, Megan Wirtz. Megan Wirtz. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She was actually supposed to be on. Yeah, the show. we were working on having her out. Maybe yeah. we we'll yeah. yeah. yeah, she'll be great. And, and she's gonna. She's not. Gonna, I already talked to her about it, and she's not going to try to win. I'm. It's like not reclaim like other comp- the title. Yeah, I'm yeah. not going to eliminate somebody from coming back if they sure. want. Of course, everybody's going to be gunning for the one that won. But yeah. she's going <laughs> to come back and close. You know, a show or two during the time I have that. Awesome. Yeah. And that starts May 17th. And hopefully we'll be in the new room. I was going to ask you that. When yeah. Is there a projection of when they're going to be in the well, new? Well, it was supposed to be in uh, March. I was hoping being there for Laugh Fest. Yeah. Uh, when we talk about new room, uh, where I have the show, Woody's Press Box is part of Spectrum Lanes, and they're doing a major remodeling. And right now they're adding on a new uh, wing, which is a couple meeting rooms, indoor driving golf, boutique bowling lanes. Holy crap. And they're redoing the whole place. It's going to be really sharp. They got, and I think you noticed they have that carport up. Yeah. Yeah. Where you can like drop people off and the covered, you know, so if you drop Fancy. off. Well, they got to start. I mean, they're trying to compete with stuff like Dave and Buster's and more yeah. of those boutique yeah. sort of experience type things, which this it sounds like it's, yeah. it's going to. So that's great. Yeah. So we're going to be in one of the meeting rooms. And uh, I think for like for finals, if we had the same attendance we did for last year, we might open it up to one big, you know, uh, 300 seat room. That's awesome. For, uh, I was going to ask you what the capacity is for that, because right now. You're you're basically kind of in like the sun porch sort yeah. of, of like <laughs> it's a closed patio and yep. uh, it seats like ninety three I think it said we can get more in there we've had more in there yeah uh, but the uh, individual rooms and I I said three hundred that's without tables so because I'm thinking about bringing uh, you know like well known comics like yeah. you know other places are doing like at uh, the place up in Muskegon and down at Shakespeare's and that where they bring in Chris Catan or somebody like that yeah that'd be great. I want to yeah. do that too and and I was asking the owners what it will seat. And um, uh, without tables, it would seat 300, but with tables, it'd be 100 on each side. So we could do like 200, I guess, uh, if we hit open it up to both sides of it. So sure. That'd, that'd be good for somebody like that. Heck yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Because, I mean, um, I can't imagine that all of those rooms, because I've seen those guys bouncing around through. Yeah, like they go to, they hit a few different venues across the state when they come through town. And I got a feeling there's some of them that aren't that much bigger than than that as it is. So yeah, yeah, and it's That's you awesome. know it's it's kind of halfway between uh, Muskegon and Kalamazoo, mm-hmm. so it's I think it'd be a good location to do something like that. Yeah, right? for sure. It's great. It's just down the street from where I work now too, which is fun for me because yeah. uh, I I know the area pretty pretty well up there too, which is fun. But uh, I mean, is that uh, so? So we're looking at the new 
room is going to be opening up shortly. Yep, uh, you're expanding the type of show that you're doing. Now, are those going to be like ticketed shows? Then, yeah, those will point? be ticketed so. shows. But we still do the funnies every Sunday night. Yeah, yeah. But just do a special show every now and then when we catch somebody on tour and. Uh, so got, you're opening up maybe different days of the week then, as far as that yeah, stuff goes. Yeah, okay. You know, like uh, you know, depending on their schedule. Awesome. So yeah. you're not like taking the place of the funnies. No, you're, just in addition to. Oh, that's great. And, and use it to help promote the funnies. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, yeah. You know, there's people like that, and, and I kind of have an in with Christopher Titus now. Okay. Awesome. I haven't exploited that, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah, people like that, which and I think it's gonna it's gonna be where there's people don't want to go downtown. Sure, yeah, you know, parking's getting more difficult all the time, special yeah. construction, and uh, they want to stay kind of away from things. And it's a big great way. And you know, we see it. You your show here. Yeah, town, that's what I was saying. Know? We experience the same thing here. We we consistently sell out here in Hastings because people don't want to venture out that mm-hmm. far. And if they can get the same quality show in in their area, they they'll come out. You know, and that's. A lot more people need to, to realize that, that that is a viable option for comedy out here in the middle of nowhere. Like right. It's a right. great way to to bring entertainment out to people who are starved for it, basically. <laughs> so, Yeah, that don't want to have to deal with one-way streets and you know parallel parking <laughs> sure, and yeah, all yeah. that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. So where can they find out information about that stuff, like social media things? Oh, well, Sunday so Funnies is uh, a lot of stuff on Facebook. We have over 5,700 likes on there. A lot of videos, a lot of photos of comics, uh, a lot of content. So it's that, you know, there's, there's a lot of things on there you can check out. And I'm actually putting old TV shows that we did back eight, nine years ago yeah, on yeah. the Facebook page. Fun. And you get to see some people on there, and I'll be putting some more on there soon. And there was one I had Daggy and Stu were on, one from back in 2011, you know. It sure. Was <laughs> fun to see those guys. Back now, then. I used to treat the Sunday Night Funnies as uh, as like the big leagues for me. When I was when I first started out as an open micer, I would never go to the Sunday Night Funnies until I had like my act figured out. Like I would... I'd write like a new two or three jokes and I'd be like, I can't go up there until I get them squared away. Like I never went up to Sunday Night Funnies like when trying out stuff at that audience because I always treated it like it was. Well, a, I appreciate that. Like it was a, <laughs> it was a big show because it was always sold out and it was always um, like super well attended and all of the comics would sit in the back and it always was super intimidating for me as a new comic to try to get in that group of guys in the back and stuff, you know? So for me, it was a huge experience to get up there and then having the, the comics reel at the, like that you would, you'd make the show out of the, the tape of the comics, you know, when I first got on that, real i was like oh my god this is the greatest day of my life you know <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> i said for about 24 hours and then, <laughs> and then um you know you'd eventually like the more often you'd show up the more work you'd get in and the more you'd get to know you know brian and um uh you'd start like moving down the list of like comics and stuff i know where you're going with it. go ahead and, I, yeah. I love uh but i like getting down to the bottom and it was like the greatest of, of my life i was like oh my god i'm gonna close out this show that i thought was like <laughs> the greatest right and so at one point I got put down at the very end, right? And you know where this is going because yep, I've yep. talked to you about this, this before. Um, but I got put down at the last. I was going to close out the Sunday Night Funnies and I was telling all my friends, like, you lose the shine eventually. Like, you start doing comedy and everyone will come out and watch you, but then eventually nobody cares anymore. They're like, we've seen it. No big deal. Well, at that point, I had been in it for a while, but I was still like, I'm trying to get people out because like, I want to see somebody. I want someone to see me close out a show. I've never closed out a show before, you know? And so I round up some people to come out with me to watch the show and then Pagan gets dropped in the show after me. He gets dropped in at the end to close out the show. And I was like, oh, man, like this is. A, like, I wish so, I would have known how much it meant to you. 
and it's you know? not supposed to mean that much to anybody but for me i was like i'm starting out you know and i'm like this is gonna be the coolest night ever i mean eventually i did event you know end up yep. uh closing it out but uh and then i've also gotten dropped in the same you've way been like the, i've yeah, been the guy who been bumps the, the, the dream destroyer yeah right <laughs> so I put you on this weekend yeah you did too, i so. know I was, <laughs> I was stoked about it man i was trying to get scraps at, at uh, laugh fest anywhere I could because I I had only gotten officially put on one show, uh, and then I like wormed my way into a few others, okay. and then I was looking for drop spots throughout. Um, but I got put on like the basketball show. I was the sideline announcer. Yeah. For that. Oh, we forgot oh, to talk yeah. about that. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're all there. We, I was there. When I... we ask you what you're up to, Mandy, we can we <laughs> yeah. can deal with that. Okay. Um, <laughs> so I got dropped in on that one. Uh, they asked me to kind of do him a favor for that, and then I also did the karaoke jam after the homegrown jam. How was I? Almost I was. I went home and it after... was a madhouse. Oh, like yeah. it was a re- like the karaoke portion of it was nuts. They had they so they do the homegrown jam uh, with those the local guys yep. there at Twenty Monroe. This yep, time, on yeah. Twenty Monroe, and they packed it out. There were over eight hundred tickets sold wow. to that show. And then at the very end, Alan Shrews, uh singing his song because they do uh, like a twelve-minute set, and then they sing a song with the legal immigrants, uh, the the local band up there from Grand Rapids. And during the middle of Alan Shrews' song, Brian Vanderark comes out on stage oh, with wow. him to sing "Freshman." Like halfway through the song, he shows up, and That's everyone's crazy. going fucking crazy. Yeah. And during the show, they announce that after the show, just down the street at the Wheelhouse, they're going to be doing like a karaoke jam party thing at like an after party, and so just piles of people started showing up at this it was a (laughs) that's really cool it was nuts man it was and we only had the room for two hours so there were like a hundred plus people trying to sing karaoke for two hours it was wasn't gonna happen no it was not and you were were you dj then yeah i ran the karaoke for it and stuff but because Matt's got a great voice people if you haven't heard man sing because when we used to have karaoke before and after the funnies when it was at Riverfront, and you would sing. Yeah, yep. Yeah, that know, was uh, that's one of the sort of things that sort of like eased the tension for yeah. me. Like I was good at that. I knew at least I was good at singing. If I wasn't good at comedy, at least there was that for me, you know. So that worked out pretty well. But uh, yeah. So as far as the rest of that stuff goes, sorry, I kind of derailed that whole that's thing. Right. But uh, <laughs> you had to tell your story about me not right. <laughs> about Pagan bumping me at the end of the show. Um, but yeah, so look for uh, the he Sunday didn't night bump funnies. you. No, yeah, I know. But to me, he did. Know, you know I what know, I mean? I know, like, I, know. I was like, oh man. But um, like he big timed me. Like he showed up and <laughs> took my spot at the end. You know, Lucy <laughs> Cage. That probably happened to him once. If, now yeah. he just needed to get. Yeah. If I thought Pagan would ever listen to this, I would say it's, I'm not. It's no big deal. But I don't. I don't imagine he'll ever hear this. I'll tell him. <laughs> hey, Matt Dustian is. Uh, <laughs> gonna, we're gonna start a beef between me and Pagan. <laughs> like east coast and west i'm gonna go after him on the next roast battle or whatever um so yeah sunday night funnies on facebook um do you have like instagram stuff at all i i think there's one out there yeah i I occasionally do uh instagram mostly facebook uh, youtube channel and you're starting to do facebook live now too right yeah but doing that that was that was fun i got done with the show on sunday and my wife on the way out to the parking lot my wife was like nice set and i was like what are you talking about and she was watching (laughs) from home and i had no idea that's so cool yeah it was fun i didn't notice that uh, big mike had a fanny pack on okay when he was up there and some women were talking about What's he? Is he have a fanny pack? And I thought they were talking about me because I had my camera on oh, the side. Yeah. So I was going to do this whole bit Sunday about it. And then I'm like watching the video. Oh, no, they're talking about Big Mike. Oh, and, like, yeah. <laughs> and I even noticed what he was up there. Yeah, you can get, like now you can start getting like live feedback from like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like a heckling from home sort of bullshit. <laughs> so. 
But all right. Um, so yeah, as far as that, stuff yeah, we goes, do a live feed on uh, on Facebook now on Sundays when when the phone works. And yeah, they, you know, <laughs> when it's oriented it goes, in the right yes. direction. And <laughs> I, was, I don't know why the first week I did it, it was fine on on the uh, landscape, and then the next time it's sideways. So I got to figure that out. Yeah. But uh, technology. Right. Yeah. Hashtag technology. Mandy, do you have anything uh, coming up you got going on? It's going to be a couple weeks from now. I don't know. You're still um, doing that Mamadi yes. thing that'll be yeah, happening May still? Yeah, May 30th and June 1st. Is there 30 days in May? I don't know. I'm not one of those people. That, like, you don't you count it on the back of your yeah. hand with like the bumps on your knuckles so or something? So the last day of May and the first day of June. There you go. Um, at, at the crawl space down, um, at downtown Kalamazoo. Uh, it should be fun. Um, Megan Coddington Heath is going to be oh, yeah. She's good. great. Yeah. yeah, there, and she's super funny. Um, it's going to be all moms, so it's called nice. a momedy. Yeah, yeah. So it'll be right after Mother's Day. Good deal. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then this will probably come out after the Waldorf show, so I don't need yeah. to talk about that. Yeah. But uh, for any of that stuff, I'm not going to do specific dates or anything. If you want to know where I'm going to be at doing anything comedy related, go find me on Facebook or Twitter. Uh, you can get me on Facebook and Twitter at Matt Harper Jokes. Uh, you can find the show on Twitter at another episode or no, another ep pod on Twitter. <laughs> yep. And then on Instagram, we've got our Instagram account going now for the show. And that's at uh, just another episode podcast. All yes. smished together. One word. <laughs> and uh, and you yeah. can see and you can see Matt second to last at the Sunday Night Funnies. There that's you right. go. <laughs> That's yeah, right. exactly. Woohoo! Maybe last someday. That's right. I, I'll, I'll get to that final spot again. I'll finally get rid of Pagan. <laughs> you know, if something happens to him, then we're gonna have to wonder. Yeah, know. it's true. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't. I'll, I'll edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> we have evidence right here. All right, guys. Uh, so I think we're at the end here. Yeah. We made it. Let's play a final clip. We always play something else uh, to round this thing out at the end. And let's do this. It's 7.02 in the a.m. You're listening to W. I don't have to go to work today. Brought to you by <laughs> Kowalowski Tires. We're the best in tires. See Shanice Kowalowski. <laughs> okay. All right. Thanks, thanks for guys. listening. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.